0: Hello everyone and welcome to Upon the Heathen's Path. I'm your host, Nordic Mystic, and today we are gonna be discussing one of my favorite stories. And by discussing, I mean y'all are gonna to listen to me tell you my favorite story. <laughs> so, my favorite story from the mythologies is actually the traveling of Thor and Loki through Jotun or Jotunheim to God and it's one of my favorite stories because it shows the gods in lights that are a little different than what we're normally used to now what does that mean so when we see the gods we look at the gods we have like kind of this ideal about them and we discussed this in an earlier episode where I I pointed out that we are not Christians. We do not see our gods as perfect beings. And these are the stories that make it to where we don't have to see our gods as perfect beings. So, the story starts with Loki and Thor traveling from Midgard into Jotunheim. And they stop at a house. And they're... They're there to look for some food right and uh, it's it's a pretty rough winter yeah you know like they don't have a whole lot of stores but they're willing to share with the gods like the they're they're all like yes please uh, let us let us share with you we have some veggies we don't have much but we have vegetables and Thor's like well I need meat so Thor decides that he is going to kill his two goats the goats that pull his chariot and He strikes them down with Mjolnir. And when he strikes them down, he tells them, cook them, clean them, but don't break their bones. So the family does. And they all sit around the fire and they start to eat. And Loki tells the son of the family that there's a reason why Thor doesn't want him to break the bones. It's because the bone marrow is the best part, and Thor only allows himself to eat it. And he convinces the boy that if he were to eat the bone marrow, that he would be stronger and faster. And that's why Thor is so strong. So the boy takes a little knife, cracks it, and he splits the bone, and he eats the marrow. And he puts the bone back together and he puts it back in the pile of bones as if nothing had happened. So they finish eating and they go to sleep. And the next morning, Thor takes out the bones and the pelts of his goats and he puts them out and he he resurrects them. He brings them back. And as he brings them back, the goats come running to him but one of them is wobbling limping you know uh, bleeding a little bit like just meh meh and thor goes who broke his bone who broke my goats bone after i told you not to i sacrificed my goats so that you may eat and you have done this this treacherous dishonesty to me loki thinking he had, had the upper hand just sat with a grin because it Technically, wasn't him that did it, so he did not fear Thor's wrath. But the boy, being courageous and wizened a little bit beyond his years, stands up and says, It was I who ate the marrow from your, from your goat, and I take responsibility for that, and I pledge myself to your service. I will do anything you ask. Just don't hurt my family. And Thor says, fine. And then the girl, the sister, she, she too pledges herself. I'm like, No, you can't take my brother, please. So Thor says, fine. Thor and the... Standing there with these children, who have now sworn themselves to him as servants. And he tells the daughter, you must stay here with your family. I'm going to leave my goats in your care so that he, my one goat can heal. It is your responsibility to take care of them, to make sure that they are fine and well fed. She takes that responsibility. And he looks over at the child, or the male son, and he says, You, you will come with us. You must keep up with us no matter what. We walk far, and he goes, I can do that. I walk faster and run faster than anybody else in the land. So Thor says, Fine they head on out into into Jot- Jotunheim so that they may find the kingdom of Uthgird. And as they travel it starts to snow. And it is a really cold cold day and like like Thor and Loki are both shivering and they decide to seek shelter. And when they find shelter, they find it in a cave. A very strange cave. A humongous opening and a huge cavern. And from inside the cavern are five tunnels, five doorways that travel outward. But it's dark. It is so dark in there that the light from outside doesn't penetrate. And they decide that they'll just hunker down in the main cavern. So as they hunker down in the cavern... the human child, and Loki fall asleep. But Thor, Thor can't fall asleep. He keeps hearing this sound. It's like a, like a tremendous earthquake that rumbles the ground. So Thor decides he's going to investigate. And what he finds is a giant, the hugest giant he's ever seen, he sees this giant right at around dawn. And the giant is just starting to wake up. And as the giant wakes up, he sees Thor and he says, You there who are you? And Thor tells him I am I am Thor, son of Odin. Wielder of Mjolnir, Slayer of Giants. The giant looks at him and goes, Oh, you can call me Skymer. And uh, I'm traveling uh, north through Jotun to the land of the Ice Giants. Thor goes, we're traveling north to Uthgard, And he goes, oh, well... I can show you how to get to Oathgard, Just follow me. But before I do, I must find my glove. He looks around and looks over the mountain where Thor had just climbed down earlier. He goes, oh, there it is, and he grabs the glove. He picks it up, and before he puts it on his hand, he shakes it out in his hand and goes, it looks like something has crawled in here. And out tumbles Loki and the human child. And he goes, Oh, what were some insects have traveled into my glove? And Loki, being Loki, says some snarky remark. And he looks at Thor and he goes, Are they with you? And Thor says, Yes, they are my traveling companions. Loki, the god of mischief. And our vassal, sworn to us, the human child. And he goes, Well, I can lead y'all to Luthgard, just follow me. So they walk from quite a ways. And he offers to carry their, their food and their resources. So he puts it in his bag. They keep walking. They travel miles and miles and miles. Thor and Loki are running to keep up with him. And every so often he'll stop and the human child can catch up, but they continue on like this for some ways. As they decide to rest for the night, the giant opens his bag and eats his food and then closes his bag back up. He goes, well, I'm tired and I'm going to go to sleep. And Thor, who's hungry now, wants his food, which is in the giant's bag. But the giant has already fallen asleep. So Thor goes, I will open this bag, and Thor tries and tries and tries, and he cannot open this bag. the, The knots are just too heavy and too strong, and he can't do it, and there's just no way for him to undo that. So Thor goes to sleep hungry, Shortly into the night, he starts to hear the earth rumble again. He looks over and he sees Sky Mars. Snoring! He's, he's snoring without any cares. He's sleeping like nothing's going on, so Thor says, I'm going to put it into this. Thor climbs up on his chest, stands there, lifts Mjolnir high, and swings with all his might. And Skymer just rolls over, swats his head, and goes, Oh, that must have been an acorn. Goes back to sleep and starts snoring again. Thor is furious. He he grabs his belt and tightens his grip on his glove, and he picks up Mjolnir again with the strength given to him by the treasures of the gods. He smites down with the most amazing force. And... The giant rolls over again. Thor, so upset about this, goes, This time, this time I shall crack his head wide open. And he climbs up, and he stands next to the giant's head, and he aims true, and he swings as hard as he can with every ounce of strength he has, with all of his hatred and rage. And he strikes... And the giant wakes up and goes, "Oh, Thor, it's you! I thought I, I felt like an acorn. land on my head. Oh well, at least I got some sleep. We must keep on, and they start on again, and Thor is still hungry and still tired, just enraged. they come upon a mountain. When they get to the mountain, the giant says, "Well, I must continue on this way." But Uthgird is that way. And that is your destination. So he points him in the destination, and they start traveling. And as they travel, it seems they can see it, it looks close, but they walk and walk and walk for hours and miles and leagues and it's not getting any closer. Keep walking, and they keep walking, and they keep walking. Surely this must be some trick. But after about a day, they realize it's not that it's just getting farther and farther away. It's just that it's so massive, and they can see it from so far away that they haven't gotten closer enough to it to see it change in height. So they push on, and they finally make it in. They find... But the gates are closed. They were invited to this party. Surely there should have been somebody there to greet them. The gods themselves to show that they were in favor. Like, who invites the gods and doesn't even greet them? So, as luck would have it, the gates are so massive that they fit right through them. So they fit through the gates and they go in. And as they walk in, they see that there's a huge party going on, and all these giants are sitting on tables. And it starts to get quiet as they walk in. They walk up to the center to where the king is sitting. And they say, why was there no one waiting for us? To which the king replies, we had waited for you for several days. We thought you'd have already been here. We did not realize that. The gods would have such ta- are such a hard time travelling to meet us. But you're here now, so let us let us revel and have our festivities. Please tell me, little gods, what are your names? Thor stands up mightily and says, I am Thor, son of Odin, of Asgard, of the great I am Thor, son of Odin. With me I have Loki, god of mischief, and our human companion. And the giant says, well, I am Uthgard-Loki. And here I am king. And here we have festivities and we do... We do trials to show our great feats. What what are you What are you What are you good at? And Loki says, "Well, I am the fastest eater. I can finish whole plates before anybody bats an eye." And Huthgard Loki says, "Is that so? Well, then let us challenge you. Let us see." So he brings out a trough, and it's filled with food, like just. So much food. Roasted duck, boar, vegetables, amazingly decalent foods just fill this trough. And this trough is massive. It is the most massive thing they've ever seen. And he goes, I propose a race. You'll race against my fastest eater. He goes, okay. He goes on, when I say go, you will both start eating, and he who finishes everything first is the winner. He goes, okay. So, Loki starts eating, and as Loki starts eating, so does the giant, and they start eating, and they meet in the middle. And when Loki looks up, Loki sees that he's eating it. A lot of food. And is eating more food than he thinks he's ever eaten in his lifetime. But, even though he's eating all that food, he looks over at the other side. And on the other side, the giant ate everything. Bones. Plates. Even the trough. Loki could not believe it. So the giant says, well, I mean, we do have bigger appetites. We are bigger, so obviously that just seems, but you did fairly well. I commend you on how fast you ate. And he sends for the next, and he goes, you. And he points at the human child, and he goes, what is it it you can do? And the human goes, I am the fastest among all of the people in my land. I am faster than anyone. There is no one faster than me. He goes, okay then. You will race my fastest giant. He's all like, okay. They go out to the, they go outside to the racetrack, and they get on the racetrack, and this tiny, slobbish giant stands next to him, and he's all like, there's no way this giant is going to beat me. He is too, he is just too large and slow looking. And the race began, and he ran as fast as he could. And yet, just ahead of him was the Giant. They finished the race, he goes, I I can do better. I I can go faster. Let's do it again. He goes, okay. And this time, as he raced, he noticed that the Giant got even farther ahead of him. How, how? How is this possible? The giant can't, can't beat me. I must be running too slow. One last time, and the kid gets there, and they square off, and they start the race, and he's neck and neck with the giant, neck and neck. And then right before the finish, when he thinks, I can win, the giant wins. Now he's truly perplexed. There's no way that this giant beat him. So both him and Loki are sitting there just contemplating their loss. Like, how did we lose? How, how is it possible? So Thor goes, enough of this. I am a mighty drinker and the greatest fighter. No one is as strong as me. So Huthgard-Loki goes, well, let's put that to the test then. The first, we should have a drink. You are such a mighty drinker. Everyone in my court can drink from my mighty horn in one swallow. The rest within my company can drink within two. It is very rarely when somebody has to drink three to finish the horn. And Thor goes, I can drink any horn. In a single gulp. So, they bring forth the horn. And Thor lifts the horn and takes a mighty, mighty pull of the horn. He drinks so much he feels he cannot breathe and he puts it down. And it's as if the horn had lost no water, none of its mead, nothing, nothing was gone from it. And Uthgard Loki says, well, some within my court have to take two pulls, so you should too. Determined to finish this, Thor lifts the horn, and he, he downs the saltiest, coldest mead he's ever tasted. And he pulls mightily, chug after chug after chug after chug, thinking that he must be near the end of the drink until he cannot hold anymore. And he brings it away from his lips. And now it's so only the distance of a knuckle has has receded from the drink or from the horn he's like i don't understand heifgard says well even the 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 weakest among us can do it in 3 so surely you can and thor lifts the drink again and he drinks and he drinks and he drinks until he just can't drink anymore and this time it's the full length of a thumb that is receded and he he shakes his head in defeat he doesn't understand how he could not drink that much so Uthgard loki goes well you said you said you are the strongest and mightiest amongst the gods so perhaps you could lift my cat even the strongest among us cannot lift my giant cat and he goes i can lift your cat and he shows, show me this cat! So they go and they see the cat. And he grabs the cat, and the cat, because of its awkwardness, because of the way it kind of just is able to keep both its feet on the ground, Thor lifts and lifts and lifts and lifts, and finally one paw comes off the ground, and Uthgard Loki goes, that's enough! I didn't think you could do it! And Thor goes, I demand to fight your greatest warrior. And Uthgard goes, from what I've seen, you would not last fighting my greatest warrior, but you can fight my grandmother. And my grandmother is the softest and nicest lady in the world. She would definitely be able to help you feel a little better about yourself. And Thor goes, you shame me. You demand that I... Fight this old woman. And Uthgard-Loki says, well, if you can't do it, uh, that's fine, we understand. I mean, she is rather intimidating, for after all, she can down the horn. And Thor goes, fine, I will wrestle this lady. And Thor wrestles with her, and she, she keeps getting the upper hand. She keeps almost making him fall to his knees, and he was—he res- refuses to fall. He stands his ground, and Thor, throughout the entirety of the match, does not let himself fall to the ground. At one point, his knee touches the ground, and Uthgard Loki goes, "That's enough. I—I I don't think I need to see anymore. Because you—you guys are—are are okay. You've done well, I suppose, but." I think that's enough for tonight. I think we shall just go back to the feast and enjoy the stories and merriment for the rest of the evening. So, Thor and Loki and their companion are all sitting on the, sitting on these benches that are obviously way too massive for them. They just don't fit on them because they're built for giants and they're contemplating. They spend the entire evening not, not partying, not having a good time, but Just being real, real remorseful about the fact that they were not able to win and they couldn't figure it out. And they go to bed. The next day they take their leave. And as they're leaving, Uthgard Loki says, I will, I will lead you out. And as they're walking through the court, Uthgard Loki says to them, Do you, do you wish to know why you lost? And the companion said, Yes. And Loki said, yes, but Thor, Thor just stared at the ground. He didn't want to know. And he goes, Uthgard Loki tells them. Uthgard Loki tells Loki that the reason Loki lost was because even though he is a fast eater, wildfire devours everything it touches in mere seconds, which is why the trough and everything else was gone because it had completely devoured everything. And he looks over at their companion, and he says, and you lost, because you were racing thought. Nothing is faster than thought. And Thor looks at him, and Thor says, what of me? And Uthgard-Loki looks at Thor as they come to the gate, and he says, you scared me most of all. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes... When you drank from the horn, the base of that horn was at the deepest part of the ocean. You lowered the ocean and created tides. The, wa- the oceans of the world will never be at rest now. Because they will always be shifting because of what you have done. The cat was Jormungander. And when you lifted its foot, I felt the earth tremble as you had moved Jormungandr and the earth even a little. And Thor says, and the old lady? And he says, the old lady was death, for we all must face death, and death will take us all. No one can beat death. But to see that you fought with such force That death only made you kneel. I am scared beyond words. And Thor goes, I still was unable to slay that giant. And he goes, Oh, you mean Skymer. That was me in disguise. And Thor goes, "How, How did you... He goes, It was an illusion. He goes... When you struck at me those three times, I merely diverted your strike, for it wouldn't hit me, because if you did hit me, I would surely be dead. And he goes, look across. You see those mountain ranges over there? They were not there several days ago. You created entire mountain ranges. Oh, the gods scare me, and the gods... I don't think I want anything to do with them, so I will be taking Uthgard, and I will be leaving. I do not wish to have anything to do with the gods if they are as powerful as you, even your companion. It is too much for us, and we will surely not survive in any conflict. So we will hide, and we will never be seen again. And with that, Thor and Loki and their companions stepped through the gate and turned around to look at Uthgard, and it was gone. All that was left was the side of a mountain. This is one of my favorite stories. I love this story so much. And I might have gotten some of the things wrong and some of the timeline in it wrong, but it shows the feats of the gods. It shows how strong the gods are and how how big their will is. Think about it. Reflect upon it. Come up with your own reason why that story is great. And if you enjoyed my telling of it, I'm telling you, go check out Neil Gaiman's version. His is so much better. But, I am no storyteller, so the fact that the fact that I'm able to get my point across when I tell the story is baffling to me, but I do hope y'all enjoyed it, and thank you all again for joining me upon the heathen's path, and I shall see you all again next time.